Hi there, this is Erin Nicole and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement Podcast. On this show I interview people from all over the world. Sometimes I do spirit-led sermons from the divine. In our household we worship the Holy Trinity, Father, His Son Jesus Christ, who died and rose again on the third day to allow us to connect directly to the Father. He lived the ultimate, ultimate role model of how we are supposed to live on earth. And uh, I'm in his bloodline. I'm a descendant of Jesus Christ. We worship the Holy Trinity. Everything in the Bible, from the Old Testament to the New Testament, we believe to be true. And I'm learning, as I was called into this ministry in 2020, I'm learning more of this faith that I was born into in the DNA of the Almighty, the Son of the Almighty. How freaking blessed am I? And I'm also at a high level of responsibility to be an example. And I have made mistakes in my past. And as I am honest and authentic with you about how he is faithful and just to forgive us of all unrighteousness of our past and wipes the slate clean, I also have to demonstrate forgiveness and mercy to others. And so I share my story, my truth on this show to help empower you to find happiness from within. This is a veteran-owned, veteran spouse, I'm the spouse-owned business. We have three businesses we own together. There are no prenups. Sometimes I share music with you that keeps me hopeful because I haven't been able to speak to my own husband in almost a year and a half. When we got married last year in March of 2022 and on Easter Sunday, he said I had to give the dog tags back and I had to move out. My husband is on the presidential security team that protects all presidents of the United States of America. He never told me who he worked for. But President Biden's top security man sent me to him on purpose, told me I was getting protections in 2020 when there was a hit put on my life. When I experienced identity theft from professional hackers, the richest of the richest, that abduct and sexualize children all over the world, 49% of those children are taken from America. And as I was doing my yoga with Adrian, wellness for myself to stretch my back from a car accident I experienced and survived on July 8th of this year. And as I record this, it is September 2nd and I haven't received proper medical treatment in America because I was denied access to it, because of lack of funds, because I've been blocked from making money in America for three years, and they tried to kill my husband and I last year. I've been blocked from receiving medical treatment because doctor's offices aren't following laws and no one's keeping them accountable. When I told them I hired lawyers after I had to wait two weeks for my personal insurance for my day job to get kicked in on August 1st, then they didn't even ask for any of the upfront money that they told me initially in the first appointment because the scheduling person is in her 20s, she's morbidly obese, and she disrespected me. She judged me. 
based on not having an insurance card yet. Even though I, I am a W-2 paid employee and I've been blocked from being able to return to my job because of my job's rules. And as I was doing my own rehab to bring joy to my life, trying my best to bring joy to my life, while getting falsely arrested a week and a half ago for protecting children from child abuse and neglect and asking for money owed to me from a previous employer. I was a W-2 paid employee and she didn't provide me any medical breaking rules in America, breaking IRS rules. And she prostituted a U.S. Army officer for my job. Moved him in after one date, putting her children at risk. And he admitted that he realized he took half my hours immediately because she didn't communicate with either one of us what she was doing. I hadn't spoken to this woman since June. I asked her to write me a check. I told her I was going to be speaking in court because her ex, who she got kicked out of the military for telling lies because she's a deceiver and she has demonic spirits within her and mental illness, borderline personality disorder that she's not getting medicated or getting any psychological treatment for. She's on her third man doing the third pattern of behavior and putting her children at risk. When I first started working for her in February of this year, her youngest was five years old, Elizabeth, and her eldest was 11, Maya. The Holy Spirit said to say their names aloud. They both had birthdays. I was helping pick out the outfits for her youngest. I was doing everything. She asked me to step in after one week of training to do everything, to spend every single minute with her daughters. I became instant mom, instant dog, groomer, person, appointment setter. I became her errand person, her personal assistant. She wasn't paying me extra for those extra duties. I did it with a good attitude because I was grateful to have a job until one day on my off week, she reached out after hours, which is against the law, and expected me to be there the next morning. But my back was out. She didn't provide me medical. And I said, I'm so sorry. I know you asked me to. A couple hours ago, I haven't had proper sleep. I told her I'm trying to get mental health care because I'm not getting proper sleep from her expectations. So she wanted to move me in rent-free so that I'd be closer so I wouldn't have to drive 30 minutes. Then she could use me at every minute of every day. I said, well, let me pray on it and see what the Lord wants me to do. She started dating this man. He moved in. I said, I don't know if you still, if it still makes sense for me to move in or not. I emailed her about it because I could never speak to her. She didn't give me any opportunity to have any private conversations because he was always in the room with her. I didn't know who this strange man was that she allowed to move into her house to be around her girls. So I emailed her. I said, I have some concerns. And I don't know if it makes sense for me to move in and be the third wheel. I'm not trying to be about that life. Can I have a set place in the house for my break time where I, it is my break where I'm allowed to not be around this strange man. I was so uncomfortable in that position. She forced me in that position. She forced her girls in that position. 
her youngest daughter, I was picking out the outfit she was wearing, big girl panties. As soon as he moved in, pull-ups, accidents at school every single day. She was peeing and pooping her pants at school. That's a huge sign of neglect and stress. She told her mom in front of me, No, mommy, no more soldiers. Don't date any more soldiers. She was putting her children in an abusive situation, unnecessary stress. And I brought it to her attention respectfully. And as I was doing my yoga this morning, this afternoon I should say, the Holy Spirit revealed to me the sermon topic. Loyal wife. And he revealed to me a woman in 2020 that had asked me to be the grant writer for her nonprofit organization. <clears throat> he told me to say her name aloud, Tanya Buma. She was a guest on my podcast. She did an excellent job when I interviewed her. People sent her to me from the military. They on purpose sent her to me to get attention on their nonprofit business because they're money laundering in her business. She already told me she had to change her board of directors two or three times in 2020 when I had a few conversations with her and PJ Flynn had a conversation with her because at that time he was advising me and he had he was a manip master manipulator as well but he had some knowledge and he had a really great memory anytime someone would say something to him he would remember it forever eidetic memory I believe is what he said he had he cautioned me when she shared with me that she was having an affair with one of her board members and she's still a married person she's a veteran spouse at least at that time in 2020 and during the shutdown she said she couldn't divorce her husband because all the courts were shut down and if she she had zero rights as a veteran spouse. He would get to keep the house because he was the veteran who served our country. I said, well, rightfully so. If he served our country and served in wars, he deserves to keep the house. But you should get 50% of all assets. She said, yeah, but I don't want to get divorced from him. I said, why not? She said, because I started this business. And he will get 50% of all the money that's flowed through. I said, so what? She said, well, then I'll have to change business names. I said, so what? I changed business names. She said, you did? I said, yeah. I used to have a business name called Affirm Queen. And it was what I first uh, was into affirmations. And Affirmation Queen was too long for the handle on Twitter. So I was trying to have it be the same on every single social media channel. And I was sharing positive affirmations. I wrote a book. She said, you wrote a book? I said, yeah. I watched a webinar through... Uh, a free Facebook group called the Miracle Morning Group. Uh, Chad, I think, was the gentleman's name. I'm blanking on the name, but he had a... It was a promotional post. It was a free webinar. I learned how to publish a book, how to write and publish a book, and um, that was during my divorce process. I told her, I said, I've been through a divorce. You could do this. She said, well, it's a sticky situation. I said, it's only a sticky situation because you are dating someone that's on your board that's a conflict of interest. And you're not divorcing your husband. Either you're going to be married to him and be loyal and honorable. You say you're a Christian. I said, you believe in the word? She said, yes. I said, you believe in Jesus Christ? Yes. Do you believe in the whole Bible or just parts of it? She said, the whole Bible. I said, okay. Well, in the Old Testament and Proverbs, I said, I'm not a theologian. 
but I grew up around a lot of ministers and preachers, and I was in church every single Sunday and during the week, multiple times a week, worship team practice, Bible studies, I took classes, I taught classes. It's very clear. Adultery is against God's word. If you say you're a Christian, you are to divorce your husband before starting a new relationship. And if this man is on your board, how do you know that he's not just trying to use you and try to just ruin your relationship, ruin your business? You've got to be careful. You've got to be cautious. She said, thank you for your advice. I'll take it under advisement. I said, how long, how long have you been trying to get divorced? She said, 10 years. I said, 10 years? I realized she wasn't going to ever divorce her husband. She made a decision. She had hired me. We signed paperwork, but I never got paid. I, I said, I'm sorry, but I, I, can't, I can't bring money into your organization if you are having an affair with someone on your board. That is against my value system. I am not judging you, but I'm sorry. I can't do it. You can't claim to have a veteran-owned, veteran spouse business when you're cheating on your husband. That's dishonorable. And with one of your board members. Like, hello, what if your husband finds out and then kills or beats the crap out of your board member? Then you've got to find another board member, and then that's just bad news media. Be a loyal wife. If you're going to be a wife to him, then be a wife. If you're going to cheat on him, I don't want a part of it. Fix your situation and then reach out to me. Well, people on her board got very upset. One in particular that was trying to groom me. Um, his photo was a black older gentleman, and he had a uniform on. I don't remember his name because I didn't think it was that big of a deal. But he worked at the Pentagon. A couple months later, that's when I got professionally hacked into. They tried to make it look like it was people from overseas so that I wouldn't know how to, who to be mad at. But it was totally polarized Democratic Party and Republican Party fighting each other and using women, trying to do money laundering. The Lord protected me from joining her business. That's my next closest competitor in this contest. My closest competitor in the global mental health contest wanted me on her team. Many of her board members, many of the people that are funneling money, money she told me, they pay all her bills. She doesn't have to worry about any money. She said, Aaron, if you join our team, you don't have to worry about anything. They'll handle your bills. I said, mm, you got to be cautious. People are paying you. And they're totally fine with you having an affair on your husband. That's fishy. Real fishy. Why is it fishy? Well, because if you say you're a believer, a true believer, you are supposed to be salt and light. You are supposed to be a city set on a hill, set apart. You are supposed to stand apart from the rest of the world. You are not supposed to be of the world. You are supposed to live in the world and demonstrate how different the children of God are compared to the rest of the world. It concerned me greatly that she, she didn't think she was doing anything wrong with having an affair on her husband. Now, he committed domestic violence towards her. She told me he had been doing it for 10 years. Tanya Buma. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. During the pandemic, it was a very difficult time for many people. 
she was forced to stay in this house with her husband, even though they were in a divorce process, because she said she would have been homeless. That's the level of disrespect that veteran spouses have to go through. They didn't provide her housing. Now, they, what they should have done, now if Trump was in office, it'd be, it'd be different, 100%, I know it. Because people get away with doing dark, evil things when there's dark, evil people in power. It says it in the scriptures. When good leaders are in power, the people rejoice. When evil is in power, the people cry out for mercy to the Lord. Nothing is new in this world. Tanya told me her sister had just gotten out of prison and she wasn't concerned because her sister was in the house with her, that he wasn't going to mess with her. I said, are you sure? You're safe. She's like, yeah. She told me he pushed her down the stairs. That's not good. That's not good at all. She said she had the paperwork. She was getting ready to do the divorce. But she was advised from her board members, men in the military, telling her not to divorce her husband. Why did they tell her to continue being abused from her husband? Very fishy situation. P.J. Flynn advised me not to associate with her. He advised her on a call not to start a new bank account because he used to work for John Hancock. He used to do all of the financial auditing. Trillions and trillions of dollars flow through businesses. He has an eidetic memory. He told her it's a red flag if you open a new bank account. If you close a bank account, it's a red flag for auditing purposes. Don't open any new accounts. She didn't listen to him and she went and opened a new account. I didn't understand any of that stuff. I was, I was brand new and growing a business and I had just um, launched our internship partnership with universities. I made one social media post about it. Just one. And I believe it was one of PJ Flynn's connections because he was spying in on my tech to help. He, tr he believed it. He was helping me. He was trying to help me because his son had killed himself 18 months before I met him, I think in 2018. He gave me different timelines because he was in P major PTSD, psychosis. No mental health therapist, psychologist, nobody would work with him because they were afraid to work with him, and rightfully so, because he had some, some evil demonic spirits in him. He tried to kill his own mom, started acting it out by the end of the year. But earlier in the year, he was so motivated. I got him so motivated because the Holy Spirit was working through me. And everybody was standing up to help me. So um, I believe it was one of PJ Flynn's connections that reached out to me from India. Told me he had been doing this for 10 to 12 years with universities. That was his assignment. He connected interns through colleges and universities. So he volunteered to help me grow my internship program for free. I said, what would you like in exchange? Because nobody does anything for free, and I don't expect people to work for me for free. But I don't have a lot of extra money, so what would you like? Let's put it in writing and make it official. He says, well, when you grow, um, I would like the opportunity to be able to do business in America, and I would like for you to help me with that. I said, okay, well, I don't know too much about you working in America, but I um, can give a letter of recommendation if you help me do a good job and grow my business, right? So we were bordering across social media. This was the first time I ever hired anybody. I was 
trying my best to learn the laws and whatnot. I was trying to apply for business loans because I was stuck because of domestic violence in a state that wasn't my residency. I had to flee the situation and then I was stuck there during the pandemic because we weren't supposed to travel. And Tanya knew that. She reached out to me because people were looking out for me in 2020. There was a lot of people I had as guests on the podcast that were in the military that were caring about me, that were asking questions about me, looking out for me. So she asked me, she said, are you okay? Like I said, no, I need money. I need a job. I'm stuck in an area that's not my residency. I'm applying for jobs and I'm trying to keep this business going. But as I applied for business loans, they said that all the loans had been taken, all the money available, the relief loans had already been taken up. I even applied for unemployment through Tennessee and nobody called me back. I was, I was let go, unrightfully let go from my job in Tennessee. Nobody called me back. Nobody gave me any assistance. I had to figure it out on my own. I applied for a job and I was paid very well to be a highly paid nanny for an IT owner. He should have paid me as a W-2 employee because he had set hours. That's what my landlord had said. And she was a tax and a professional CPA for an IT company. Uh, she let me stay with her um, in Woodstock, Georgia. I am resourceful. Because I do above and beyond and I'm nice to people. And the Lord shows favor and grace to me and helps me. And these people were spying in on my tech and they knew. They were on purpose planning to get me isolated and stuck in another area so that I wouldn't have any friends or family around during the pandemic. It was, this has all been planned out from the enemy. They accepted payment. President Clinton accepted payment in 2018 to have me killed from the CCP. That was revealed to me a few weeks ago from, or a few episodes ago, I should say, from the Holy Spirit's anointing because I'm in the bloodline of Jesus Christ and he cares for his children and I look out for other people's children. Now, I believe Tanya's a good person, but I believe she was heavily advised by dark, evil people. They forced her, she is a nurse background, they forced her to go back to work. She was forced during the pandemic to go and work in the hospital. So she was asking for my help. So I started doing research online. I was trying to get her help, but she wasn't giving me any money. And I finally said, look, I told you I'm in an emergency situation and I need money. So I haven't been able to work a lot for you because I haven't seen any money. It's been a month since we signed our contract. What's going on? That's when she started revealing to me about the affair. That's when she started reaching out to me at late hours, super late hours, asking for counseling. Way outside of my job parameters of being a grant writer. She wasn't doing well. I was advised to not associate with her after I shared the information with PJ Flynn that she was having an affair with one of her board members. He said, nope, cut the tie, block her. Do not accept any money. That will damage your business. So I did what he advised me to do because he came from wealth. He came from an extremely wealthy family. His father passed away. His father was in the military, and he used to work in the oil and uh, gas industry. Extremely wealthy family. But P.J. Flynn didn't have any money in his control because he went mentally insane he was hospitalized, rightfully so, after his son killed himself. So his mother had complete financial control of his money. 
even though he is an incredible memory, he was experiencing PTSD and no, no mental health providers were willing to help him. I was coaching him through the year. He was receiving healing from me, but there's only so much healing you can give to someone that has demons within them that isn't willing to take care and be responsible. And he had an alcohol problem and he was selling drugs. When I found that out, I said, nope, I'm not going to associate with you. You told me you helped me pull away from a drug situation from other people that were doing illegal things. And you lied and manipulated me to get me to move closer to you. Nope. Bunch of men have been super weird since I was leaning into this calling. And my whole life I've been disrespected by men everywhere. Family, non-family, government leaders, everybody. Except for I had an incredible person that protected me in 2020. An incredible man that covered me, protected me, and showed me true love of the Father, how men are supposed to treat women. And I married that man last year. I married the man that Biden, on purpose, had his security team send me to in 2020, lying to me, telling me I was getting re uh, protections from the Illuminati group that they are all involved in, that abduct children and sexualize children. They knew who I married. They pretended like they didn't. So they threatened one of my former friends who's an active duty person in the military who served over 20 years. That was my nonprofit business partner when we launched Aaron Nicole Ministries in 2021. They were so jealous that I wouldn't join their Illuminati cult. They continued to try to get me to join their money laundering nasty business. I continued to deny them, to turn them down. The Lord protects me from getting involved in that because I'm in his bloodline and I can't be associated with darkness. He will not allow me to because I have a million and 250,000 angels guarding and protecting me. I emailed Tanya Buma. What year did I email her father? I started reaching back out to her to warn her to not get involved with Lorianne Sayer who was the woman from, from the Illuminati group, the PhD in divinity that had paid to have me killed. She had gotten access from her, quote, private church group to pay the top security man of Biden's team from the Blackwater defunded alumni group, the president of this group that came to my house that I had introduced her to. I didn't know she was of this Illuminati group. She didn't receive any monies from me because it wasn't profitable. She asked me to volunteer to help me grow my business. She asked me to help me finish a song for the International Mental Health Day. She seemed good, but that is, that is the deceiver. That is the enemy. Wolf and sheep's clothing all over it. So I emailed Tanya. I said, don't be involved in this lady. If she's reached out to you, let me caution you. She paid to have me killed. She's not a good person. As soon as she has no use for you, she will destroy you and your life. And she will get all of her rich friends to blacklist you. Do not trust this woman. I hope that she hasn't done any business with this lady because this lady was killed a couple months ago. Yeah, she no lo longer walks the earth because she committed treason. And the whole security team knows it because they chose to protect me. They were waiting for the appointed time. A lot of people have died in the last three years that have committed treason.
in America. The military is fed up with this dark, evil business. The true patriots are fed up with it. I married into this organization. And they tried to have us killed, this Illuminati group. My husband trained me well. I didn't marry him for his money, power, and access. I married him because he asked me to, and I fell in love with him. I asked him to sign a prenup so that if anybody ever asked me, that I could show them, look, we signed a prenup. I'm not asking for his retirement. Nothing. But he said, yes, we'll sign a prenup, but we never did. He rushed me into getting married a few days after we got engaged. He made those decisions. Then he forced me to move out. I've been royally disrespected from men my whole life, but he, I trust. I trust him because he made a commitment to keep me alive. He had no good options. His only option was to kick me out, to pretend like he hated me and like he was going to kill me, to keep me alive. He had to lie to his psychologist, psychiatrist, that he really liked. I got to connect with this person. He's a really cool person, really smart guy. And that doctor called me out of the blue after I had, I had to humiliate myself and ask my friends for money to help me move out of my married house, my newlywed house. I'm a veteran spouse. And my husband and I didn't do anything wrong last year. There's been so much evil in America since Biden got into office. So many people have been paid off. So many military accounts have been hacked into. And they think that they think they're being clever by messaging me through them. Ramona Patterson is the most recent one that the CCP was allowed to hack into. And they say they all say the same messaging. They're not clever. We're concerned about your well-being. No, if you were concerned about me, you would have been checking in on me regularly like I have been checking in on other people. Nobody has reached out to help me in three years of all these organizations that I've reached out to, filing reports of thefts, of espionage, because they've all been paid to keep quiet. They've all been paid and told lies, making believe that Erin Nicole is mentally insane, suicidal. Don't listen to her. Well, guess what? The evidence, the truth, will be revealed on September 15th when I am in open court and I've invited all of the major news outlets to come in and record it. The truth will be revealed and all the major news outlets in the United States and in Europe already have the sheriff's report of the man that came to my house. If I don't win this contest and if my husband isn't brought back to me in one piece and if we aren't left alone and allow this man to retire as he asked, which is his legal right in America. No one's allowed to have any slavery in America. At least that's what you advertise. October 17th, if any of the people that the Lord is assigned to be in that meeting don't show up. The truth will be revealed. There will be anarchy. There will be a lot of people that will do a lot worse things than just break into the White House. Are you prepared for civil war? I am.
I know my assignment is to protect children at all costs. I'm going to go to jail for it. That's why I'm in court on September 15th for protecting children from abuse and neglect from a parent that wants to use her girls for a Facebook photo because the mayor follows her account instead of be the mother she should be and take care of her children, eat meals with her children, spend time with her children. She was telling me all kinds of lies because it's based on her perception of the world because she's in major psychosis from being in lockdown. Lots of people are in major psychosis. Biden, where's the mental health services? You forced us all into lockdown. You should be providing out of your own nasty bank accounts mental health services for free for all citizens. No one should have to pay for what you forced us, all the lies you told us. This woman left her car running all night long. This woman told me she went away for a weekend with a gentleman that does all kinds of spiritual, dark, evil things. And she told me she wasn't giving her body away. I didn't ask her if she was giving her body away. She volunteered to share that with me. Then she moved a new guy in after two weeks. But she said she was still having conversations and wanted to have lunch and coffee with this other guy because she didn't want to burn any bridges. No, that's called a slut. Straight up. She's giving her body away. I'm the one that put the clothes away. I'm the one that saw the condoms. Yeah. You don't have to lie to me just because I have ministries on my resume and I made you look better for your situation in your court case. And until I didn't make you look better anymore, you used me to the last drop of ounce of using a human being when I provided over $640,000 worth of value based on the average of the six drops in my area that I was expected only being paid $30 an hour. Yeah, she owes me $11,400. I'm not allowed in America to ask for my money for my employer. She committed felonies, and I'm the one that's being arrested for protecting children from an abuser and a neglector. Not acceptable. She left a gun, a loaded gun, two years before I met her, in the house, on the ground, with her children not being watched. She was in the bathtub. She is not a sound person. Her eldest daughter was being trained to kill her second husband, who she lied about and got him kicked out of the military. She was on to doing this for a third time. Her first husband lost his parenting rights because she told lies and got her second husband to adopt her eldest daughter, Maya. And then she was training Maya to hate him so much so, training him, training her daughter to kill him. I know that. 100% confidence. And I told that to the sheriff that called me when she had told lies about me. He called me. I said, I, he wanted to know my address. I said, I'm sorry, I'm under presidential security protections. I have no problem meeting you at the police station right now. Would you like to meet? He said, no, don't worry about it. I said, are you sure? I told him the situation. I said, this woman is not a good person. She got her husband kicked out of the military. She's still married, and she moved a new guy in. I said, that's against Tennessee law. I'm pretty sure. She's not a good person. I said, she owes me money. I asked her for money, and she's saying I'm harassing her. No, she's not being a responsible adult and paying her employees. I said, I will meet you at the police station or the sheriff's station, because I think he was a sheriff. 
He said, just don't reach out to her anymore. And I did not. That was back in June. I had no idea. I had no idea she got a warrant out for my arrest back in June. And when I called 911 a week and a half ago when someone tried to break into my house, I had to ask permissions to the night watchers that protect me so they wouldn't hang up the 911 call. I called 911. I did not give my address. I stated, I'm under duress. Someone is trying to break into my house right now. My landlord told me a few days ago, someone came to my house in a white SUV with dark tinted windows asking for me by name. I am afraid for my life. Five minutes later, sheriff, two sheriffs came to my house, Sergeant Robert Fortner and Joshua Williams. Sergeant Robert Fortner handed me his business card. Sergeant Williams didn't have one. I said, I'm so grateful you guys showed up. I don't know how you found me because I didn't give my address on the 911 call. Sergeant Fortner said, we have ways of finding you. That concerned me. So I knew he was in the Blackwater Alumni Group because he had access. And there was another police officer that confirmed it because his information wasn't in their system. It is what it is. I met with him a few days later at the sheriff's office after I got arrested because my taillights had been snipped after he came to my house. The next day, I got pulled over and arrested. And I had to pay $260 to bail myself out of jail for a warrant that nobody told me I had for lies that this rich lady told and got me arrested after she already committed felonies and she should be in prison, serving time for having a loaded weapon available for children to harm themselves or others. She's not a good person. She's not a good parent. And I told her that. I said, you've lost your parenting rights. You have neglected and abused your children and you ignored me, a mandated reporter. I am going to be testifying in court. That is why. She got me arrested because she didn't want me to be able to tell the truth. Same thing as President Trump and what's going on with him. There's a bunch of satanic people that are in power right now. They don't want to let good people do the right thing and tell the truth. So I can't wait for court September 15th, 2023. Now the Lord told me that I will go to jail for 30 days. So I'm expecting that and I'm going to prepare for that. In the meantime, I would like for everyone that cares about children, that cares about protecting children, restoring families, protecting veterans and veteran spouses and professionals that are trying to be honorable to their commitments to show up for me, show up in that courtroom. I want them to know. I want every single person to hear the truth. I have an entire binder journal entries and my planner entries that the Holy Spirit told me specifically each day to share even music that I've created therapies that poured through my hands I will be submitting this as evidence in court and Sergeant Robert Fortner warned me that I shouldn't even submit any evidence I said why is that? He said, well, if you bring in part of your journal, then they could ask for a subpoena of your full journal. 
I said, I have nothing to hide. Now, I know he's a part of the Blackwater group, so he's very concerned that I'm going to be sharing the truth and that they might subpoena my whole, all my journals. Guess what? If they do, so be it. People have already stolen my intellectual property by hacking into my phones. Do you really think I care if they're going to steal it from court? I give zero fucks. I have zero fucks left. You have fucked with a veteran spouse. You tried to kill me in America. You tried to cover it up. You've blocked me from making money, and you arrested me for protecting children. America is in the shithole, and I'm going to let everybody know about it. I can't wait for court. I can't wait to put this lady in prison where she belongs and for everybody to hear her name because she on purpose damaged my name, which is slander, and that is against the Bible of which she claims to believe in. She is. She is from Lucifer. She is not a Christian. She has demon spirits within her. She will harm anyone she comes across. Do not trust this woman. She is a master manipulator. I tried to protect her third man so he wouldn't get kicked out of the military because she did the same thing to the second man. He chose to not listen to my advice. So his information will be in court. The Holy Spirit told me exactly what to say when I texted him. I gave him a couple warnings. I only texted when the Holy Spirit told me to. I am obedient to the Lord above all lords. And if I go to jail for 30 days and serve my time for protecting children, I'm going to tell every single person in jail. They're all going to know her name and her address. Then what? What do you think is going to happen? Yeah bunch of people in jail are going to spread it to their friends in all their gangs. Yeah. You better believe people in jail and prisons don't like child abusers and don't like parents that are ignoring child abuse protectors. I got zero fucks left to give. First responders abusing their powers. Sergeant Fortner was assigned off my case from the Blackwater. I know that. He gave me good advice when I met with him. And I told him what's been going on. A brief summary. He met with me for 30 minutes and saved me $1,000. I know he realized what they did was fucked up to me. But he can never admit that he's a part of this organization. Because if he admitted it, They'd probably have him killed. They'd make it look like he either killed himself or they'd have him get shot by an assailant, criminal. This group, all kinds of dark, evil people. The Blackwater group. There's a lot of good patriots in the group, though. But my husband told me not to trust nobody. And when my husband tried to retire from this Blackwater group that he never admitted he was a part of, my husband told me, he said, I don't admit to be a part of any organizations. When he recommitted his life to Christ, he asked to repent of all of his ways. He went to everybody that was still alive and apologized for all of his actions. He had a complete life turnaround, was 
ministering to the poor, was healing the sick. He healed a lady from cancer by touching her shoulder with her permission inside a Walmart. I met her. He healed a woman of cancer. That was my husband. He gave his home away to a family with five kids sleeping outside. He repented. He completely asked to retire. He did everything right. America is a fucked up country. Absolutely fucked up. I've chosen to be loving and kind my whole life. And I've been raped. I've been disrespected from men. I've been stolen from. And they're covering it all up. And my husband is a good fucking man. You better believe I married the most fierce, trained assassin that has a very dark past. He told me he used to kill people for a living for our country. Yeah, he had to, to keep presidents alive. You better believe he did. But he didn't want to be that person anymore. And they wouldn't let him retire from this group. That's how fucked up America is. Tanya Buma, I believe she's a good person. They wouldn't let her divorce her husband. They forced her to stay married to him when he was abusing her. That's how fucked up it is for veteran spouses. I can't wait to meet all the presidents and the first ladies. No veteran spouse is going to be disrespected like she and I have ever again. Because I'm going to tell the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. So I'm preparing for September 15th's court meeting, 9 a.m., Clarksville, Tennessee, in the Montgomery County. I'm inviting everybody. I want that room to be completely filled with true patriots. So please, come in, have a seat, make your posters, make your banners. I'm voting for Trump as soon as my husband and I are reunited. Uh, I think, though, if I have a felony on my record, I think I won't be allowed to vote. So maybe that's why they have uh, allowed for me to get arrested. Now, if I have a felony on my record for protecting children, you better believe that every news outlet is going to hear about it. And I'm going to get paid millions of dollars to tell the truth. Yeah. And I don't care if you kill me. Because if you kill me, then the truth will be revealed as well. So checkmate, bitch. I'm a child of the Most High King. I have a foul mouth. And I love myself. And the Lord convicts me when he convicts me and he allows me to be myself. And when you have zero fucks left to give in the world, that's when people should be very afraid of your next move. Fear. Fear is not of the Father. I've been forced into fear for three years from satanic people that worship the created instead of the creator. Now, my husband chose to be a man of peace. He chose and asked to retire from this group. And they disrespected us greatly. There will be retaliation if I get sent to jail. You better believe my husband and all of his buddies. They know her name. Because they, uh, they monitor all my technologies. And I've already asked the powers that be to look into her and the active duty officer that prostituted his body for my job. And uh, he also uh, was trying to get advice off of me while I was there because he told me he wasn't sure if he wanted to fully commit and integrate into her family. I was forced into the most uncomfortable position. This woman 
put me through. And she cut the tie with zero notice for her children, not allowing her children to process why I was no longer working there. She had to lie to her eldest daughter, Maya, lied to her telling her that I hacked into her Amazon account. How desperate do you got to be to lie to your own children? If you lie about one thing, you're probably lying about many things. That's why I went over. The Holy Spirit told me to go over to Chase's house, her soon-to-be ex-husband. They might be fully divorced now. I'm not sure. I haven't reached out. I don't do the reaching out. The Holy Spirit told me to go over there, and I did. And I said, this is really uncomfortable for me, but my name's Erin. I was the nanny of the girls. I don't know what's going on. She stopped all communications from me. She took the nanny phone away from me, said she needed to get work done on it, and um, asked me to start communicating with her new boyfriend that she moved in. I said, I have some concerns. He said, so do I. Then Maya comes over and takes my photo without my permission, 11-year-old, on her phone. Then she texts it to her mom. She said, and she was lying to me, she said she was taking a selfie photo of herself. I wasn't born yesterday, okay? Because as soon as I left, then I got a text message from her mother harassing me, telling me to not go over to her ex's house that I wasn't allowed to. Lady, you can't control if I'm going over to your ex's house. I'm so sorry. She was afraid. She fucked up. She didn't fire me. She just stopped communicating like a big old fucking coward. I'm a mandated reporter. I let him know. I said, I don't know what's going on. And I let Maya know. I said, if you have any concerns or anything, you can reach out to me. I want you to know that. I'm not going to reach out to you guys. I have no idea what your mother is doing. But I have some huge concerns that she moved a brand new man into the house. So if you have any concerns, I want you to know you can reach out to me. You have my number. She says, no, I don't. I said, what do you mean? She said, my mom erased your phone number and everything from my phone. I said, okay, well, I'm going to give my number to Chase. And she's like, no, 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 you don't need to do that. We're fine. So then I was like, hmm, that's kind of weird that she acted like that. So I got his number. I gave him mine. He said, do you mind if we talk later tonight? I said, no, I don't mind at all. You can call me day or night, anytime. I said, I want you to know that if you're in an emergency situation, because I heard bits and pieces, she got him kicked out of the military. That fucks up with a person's career when you have a dishonorable discharge. And he's working in the grocery industry and whatever. Um, I said, if you, if you have a need for emergency babysitting, I, I want the girls to know that I still desire to be connected to them, but I'm not going to be the one to reach out. That's not appropriate for me. I know that. Um, I don't know what their mother has told them, but I am a professional, and I really am, I was blindsided by this. I don't know what's going on in their house. She asked me to have a business meeting. She rescheduled it two times. I was trying to help her bring, bring her closer to her children and create a money-making opportunity for using their gifts and their talents and she desired and we set up a meeting and then she bailed last minute and then asked me to reschedule it for her daughter's birthday on a Sunday and then she didn't show up because her nails were more important than having more quality time with her children and cutting out some of the lawyer fees she's just a liar she's a coward and she wasted enough of my time so I said you can call me anytime day or night but um I just wanted to let you know that uh if 
the girls need me. They have another adult, female adult that they can reach out to because I understand, you know, it's hard being a single parent. And uh, he said, thank you. I appreciate that. I'll call you later on tonight. And so he told me about the gun issue. He told me that she would uh, withhold food from the girls, force them into their room. That is um, old school mentality parenting from World War II tactics. I imagine that's what her dad did to her. And when people are in scary, stressful situations that don't have sound minds, they start behaving in old patterns of the past. If there is an accountability, if they're being isolated, right? And we were all forced into isolation. So I don't judge people. I just listen to the facts and I protect children. So even though she owes me a lot of money that I don't think I will ever see, I, I had to be mature and take a 10000 foot view and say, all right, Lord, what's most important for the girls? And he said, the Holy Spirit told me not to report it to CPS because if I did that, then they would be removed out of their father's house because she told me, my old boss, Sabrina, told me she had some concerns that his father was sexually grooming Maya. And um, it was a very very tough situation to figure out, okay, what is best for the girls? What is the best decision? So I asked the Lord to give me clarity. The Lord told me to email the schools because the schools keep a watch on the girls every single day. The schools have counselors that are paid a salary through the county to be able to be a resource. The schools have nurses as well for their medications and for different things. And they have psychologists that they can receive diagnoses from and recommendations from. And I was like, well, this isn't what the law states. But if I go with what the law states, then they are removed from this good father's household. Then it's, then it's not stable for these girls. Then they're in even greater crisis. And I knew through my old neighbor... Shantika, who was doing child abuse investigations for the state for her internship of her master's degree in, I believe, social work or sociology. It was a master's of some kind of social science. She saw that I created a therapy when I lived in her apartment complex for a few months when I was targeted last fall, when they hacked in to my bank and flipped my money upside down. I told her I had reported racism in the workplace. She's a person of color. She saw my therapy I developed. The Holy Spirit wrote through my hands last fall. She gave me a resource and told me, Aaron, I do child abuse investigations for the state, and we are max capacity. We can't even place kids that need good, safe housing. We are stressed to the max. So if I called CPS, they wouldn't be able to place the girls. Chances are they wouldn't be together, and they would be away from both their parents. And her youngest daughter was already retreating in her bowels, having accidents every day. I didn't want to make it worse for the girls. I prayed, and that was what the Lord told me to do, email the schools. So I got arrested for keeping the girls' best interest and for following my faith system in America. It is what it is. I'll serve time. I would get arrested again. I would do everything I did again, exactly the same. Children deserve to be around adults that are going to protect them at all cost. And I was only supposed to be there for a season. I know that. I was writing my book. My former boss, Sabrina, told 
her friend in HR about me because she wanted to help me get published. I said, I already have a contract with TBN. It's the largest Christian television network, and they desire exclusive rights to my work. She said, you need to be careful about contracts because it might not be the greatest royalties for you. So she started coaching and advising me. This was before boyfriend moved in. She was of sound mind, and then all of a sudden she wasn't. So uh, she's repeating patterns of the past. She wants a man to fix her problems. She doesn't want to admit that she is a bad parent. She just wants to use her girls and promote them on social media as a perfect, happy family. Fake, fake, fake. And uh, she wasn't loyal to her husband. That's the topic of the sermon. She wasn't loyal at all to her first husband. I imagine she cheated on him with second husband. Then second husband wasn't good enough for her, so then she had boyfriends. She doesn't follow the faith system that she told me she believes in. So that's her choice. She loses parenting rights for putting her children at risk for a third time. That's why parents lose parenting rights when they don't do their job as parents. That's why she lied about me to get me arrested so that I couldn't be an eyewitness in court. Now it's going to be worse for her because now all the major news outlets are going to know her name. She won't be able to do this to any other military person or veteran spouse ever again. She will be hospitalized. She will serve time. And I wish her well. But I don't wish her to be around any children, and I told her that. She does not deserve to be around children if she's going to neglect them, yell at them, abuse them, refuse food to them when they need it, scream at the top of her lungs when they make tiny, minor mistakes, put children in fear state. That is not good parenting. That is not a safe adult to be around. Training, a, training her, her eldest daughter to be a sociopathic killer Training her daughter to hate her ex-husband, soon-to-be ex, just because she was bored with him, whatever, is not a healthy adult to be around. There are so many people that are in psychosis because of the forced pandemic. This is one of many. And Jesus is coming back very, very soon. I don't know when yet, because he hasn't revealed that to me, but we are in the end times. So consider it pure joy. That's what he says. When you are persecuted for my name's sake, consider it pure joy. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the meek. I'm working on not getting accelerated in my anger for everything that's happened to me because I believe it's happening for me and preparing me for this big meeting with all the presidents of the United States of America and the first ladies. There is no testimony without tests. So thank you for joining us in court if you can make it in person. And I give anyone permissions to film the entire thing. Let's get it live streamed. Let's get it everywhere. That's what I desire. 
I received letters from lawyers offering to help me with the court case. They released my name and my address to lawyers in the county because of what her lies that she told. That is slander. That's against the law. I will be doing a lawsuit against her. I will be making sure she pays me more than the 11400 and I will be making sure that O.J. Simpson's lawyer will not be giving her counsel because that's what she told me he was going to do when he flew out to listen to her case. Why would she need O.J. Simpson's lawyer unless she committed crimes that she was trying to not get convicted of? So here's the deal. We're in World War III. World War III is the rich against the poor, and the poor will win because the poor are used to not being cared for and listened to and having to deal with a lot of disrespectful people and judgment. Jesus came for the poor. He came to help the poor. He told us all to help the poor. Too many people have forgotten what he did and what he told us to do and what he showed us to do. Make sure you are helping the poor. Otherwise, it will be bounced back onto you. Any attacks will be rebounded back on to you. There will be many, many, many evil things that continue to happen in America and around the world. Be intentional about choosing love and light. Be intentional about keeping calm, not raising your voice, stepping away from situations where people are in psychosis and you can't reason with them. If you can, step away. If you're locked up and put in jail, you can't step away from that, right? Be respectful. When I was arrested, I was respectful and kind to everybody. I was checking in on the jail guards. Hey, how is your day going? Just like I was talking to anybody I would walk into a coffee shop and talk to. I treated them with dignity they treated me with dignity. I told them my husband's on the presidential security team for Trump, and then I was arrested for protecting children because this lady told lies and she owes me over $11,000. They bumped me up to the front of the line and they released me first. My, mother, my mother, when I called her and told her I had gotten arrested, she said, they let you pay your own bail? I've never heard of that before. I said, because it's a bullshit arrest. Mom, I'm being targeted as a Christian in America. They have persecuted me. For three years. It's all political stunts. It's real stuff, but it's all political. Trump will be in office next year. I will have a lifetime assignment, global mental health ambassador position, and chief spiritual officer position. I can't be the chief spiritual officer and pray for people and speak on live television and, and be the leader of all the religious leaders of America, right? Unless I... I am also a leader for those who have been falsely arrested. There are many people, even in the Old Testament, the New Testament, that were falsely imprisoned, right? Joseph was falsely imprisoned because um, uh, Potiphar's wife wanted to have sex with him, and he denied her that. He respected the man that he was, I think, working for. And she told lies. She got him imprisoned. Well, he had spiritual gifts, and they found out that Somehow word spread that he had spiritual gifts. I have spiritual gifts as well. 
he was able to interpret dreams. So the Pharaoh brought him in and said, please interpret this dream for me. And he interpreted the dream for him. He made him second in command of all of Egypt. I'm not concerned about going to jail for 30 days. I have spiritual gifts. The Holy Spirit revealed to me President Biden's illegal money laundering website that he tried to make look like a professional fundraising website for his presidency. I emailed him an invitation to my concerts for veterans and first responders. He didn't show up for me. He was probably terrified out of his mind because he worships Baal, Baphomet, sacrifices children in private and drinks their blood. And he probably thought that somebody on Trump's team gave me his website. But no, the Holy Spirit gave it to me. And I told my friend, former friend, black female warrant officer of the military, I told her about my gifts, my spiritual gifts. She probably shared that with people. Because her family's in the Mason group. I didn't know that the Masons were bad until I told my husband. After he was concerned that they traced the call. He said, was she involved in any organization? I said, well, on her husband's truck, there was this like triangle looking thing. And it had like an eye in the middle. Then he showed me some images. He's like, did it look like this? I said, yeah. He goes, that's the Masons. They're no good. I said, they're no good. He goes, no, they're real bad. They worship Satan at the top level. I said, they do? He said, pretty much all organizations do at the top level. If they have money, that's evil. If they have a lot of money, you have to ask, why do they have a lot of money, right? Satan, Lucifer, Baal, Baphomet, he has many names. He was given dominion over all the earth. He tempted Jesus in the desert when he was in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. When he was hungry, when he was thirsty, when he was at his most vulnerable state, Satan came and offered him. He showed him all the corners of the earth. He said, you can have all of this. You can have an entire kingdom if you'll only just bow down to me one time. And he said, get away from me, Satan. Do not tempt the Lord your God. He doesn't need, I don't need the riches of the world. I don't. I've proven that I don't need the riches of the world. He works through me. The year of our nonprofit ministry launched, 2021. A hundred volunteers stepped up in 34 countries that I'm aware of to help us launch and get the mission spread around the whole earth. Illegal people hacked in, committing espionage, blocked invitations, blocked my emails from getting sent out. I didn't even know it until towards the end of the year. Until people started telling me, hey, I'm not getting your invite. I don't have People reported me to Google. There used to be evil people that owned Google, but guess what? A new man has stepped in to buy Google. Yeah. So nobody's going to be doing that anymore because he's friends with President Trump. Make sure you make strong alliances and make sure, ladies, you marry strong warriors. And make sure you're loyal to your husband if you're going to be married. Or if you choose to not believe in marriage, be loyal to your partner. If you, if you guys are going to be a, in a poly relationship and you both are communicating that and you're honest with each other, that's one thing. I have friends that are in poly relationships. It's not my thing, but I don't judge them. Where it gets difficult and where drama comes in is when people hide things from each other. Because when you make love to someone, that's an intimate thing. That is where your spirits bond together. You have a soul tie. Now, I was raped 
I was sexualized. I was a sex slave as a child. That's why I get a lot of grace and favor from the Lord above. Because he knows how difficult it is. Sexual sin was born into me at three years old. And these people tried to use that vulnerability against me to ruin my reputation in the last three years. The top security man of President Biden's team was paid over a million dollars to ruin my reputation in public, and I had to turn him down. Why did he even ask if he was married? Why, why would he do that to an American citizen on American soil? Because men are gross. And men take advantage of women, and they get away with it. And when, when you marry a good man... If you're a child of the Most High King, nothing and nobody can keep you away from him forever. So October 17th, you better believe, my husband and I will be reunited. Everybody will see that post. All major social media. What people tried to ruin in private, the Lord will restore very publicly. What's that, Father? He says, I want you to talk about Pastor Joel Osteen. What about him? Oh, yeah. Somehow the team got me his phone number. I called him a few weeks ago in an emergency when I was driving to Bartlesville, Oklahoma. In my last few dollars of emergency money. Begging. I had to beg the Voice of the Martyrs organization. I tried to call them and people hacked into my phone and blocked me from calling them. So I drove there. Nobody was there. They had a big security office, multi-million dollar organization. And I called Pastor Joel on the way there. I said, I don't know how I have your number, but I do. My name's Erin Nicole, and I've been a persecuted Christian in America for three years. I've been blocked from making money. I'm a veteran spouse. I'm in this contest for this global mental health ambassadorship, and there's other people they have paid a lot of money to have win this contest. They've tried to kill me multiple times. They're trying to um, completely drain my bank account so that they can isolate me and kill me. I know that's what's happening. I need money. Please send money. And I gave my address, the tiny town address, my mailing address, because I don't put my actual address on any websites because these evil people have tried to kill me multiple, 14 times that I'm aware of, that the Holy Spirit revealed to me. What's that, Father? Oh, he said 17 times since 2018. He foils the plans of the enemy when we stay close to him and when we keep him first place. I never heard back from Pastor Joel. I consider him and Victoria my pastors, even though I don't live in their area. I never got any help from him. I never got a phone call back. I never got a text message back. He's probably terrified how I called him. He probably don't know how I called him. That's how powerful my connections are. He shouldn't be terrified, though. He should just show up to the meeting October 17th. Because Chris set it up. Chris, former private chef of Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins, very close friend of Pastor Joel. Tony will be in that room as well with Sage as well as Oprah Winfrey, Beyonce, Jay-Z. The U.S. Marine veteran that was a part of my original Move Happy program that told me, Aaron, you will be sharing this. This is way bigger than this hospital. Keep going. When I lost my promotion, not because of anything I did, 
in 2017, but because legislators in Olympia, Washington voted against mental health. 60 people lost their jobs. The people are tired of having their bank accounts negatively impacted by people that don't work at their jobs. Politicians have forgotten that you work for the people, not the other way around. Things are going to be changing when Trump gets in office. I don't need a lot of money to be joyful. I deserve, as a woman, I deserve to be and feel safe where I live. I don't deserve to be arrested for raising concerns about child abuse and asking for my proper payment for a work, a job that I did when I was being underpaid anyway. For all the expectations she continued to add to my job responsibilities that were outside of the parameters of our contract. She broke the contract by asking me to do extra things. I was willing and had a good attitude. I've had enough of the bullshit of rich people. Internet will be shut down in November. None of these evil people will have access to their bank accounts. They will go mentally insane. They will start committing crimes. Will you put these people in jail? Guess we'll see what happens. I know I'm heavily protected. I know the white SUV that came to my house asking my landlord for my name specifically to ask if I was there. I know they are the people that protect me because I shared few days before that on this podcast that I was concerned that she was breaking into my room and they don't like people disrespecting me so as soon as I move out I need all the people that look out for me to not mess with her because she wrote me a really nice letter today giving me 60 days notice and not making me pay for October's rent to allow me some grace to get back on my feet to move out so I have until I have to move out on October 31st. That's my last day. So I need the team that looks out for me, even though I'm certain she broke into my room. I'm certain she was being nosy, and I'm certain she took photos of my stuff. I don't think she knew who she was sending the information to because these people are evil in this Illuminati group. They probably told her lies, told her that uh, they uh, needed to protect the security of America or whatever bullshit they told her. And her son was in prison at the time when I first moved in, so they probably said, yeah, we'll help get him out. We'll help exonerate him or whatever. People are evil. They're powerful. And they have access to a lot of money. And they've been doing this to me for three years. So please don't harm my landlord, even if she took photos of my stuff without my permission. I didn't put my husband's information in any of it. All that was in my journal is my songs, my journal entries, scriptures that the Holy Spirit gives me, and just day-to-day activities. That's it. Because my husband told me to leave him out of conversations, and I have, and I do. And uh, I protect him. I told her that. I said, it's a very weird situation that I'm in. I said, my husband's on the presidential security team, all security teams protect me look out for me I don't ever see them I said I don't know how they do what they do I'm not concerned about that I said I am concerned that someone came to the house though asking for me by name 
I am concerned that they might try to harm you if you broke into my room, so make sure you don't do that anymore. I need three days' notice if you're going to come into my room because she's doing construction in the house. I don't think she meant any harm because it's her house and she has boundary issues. Even her own son told her, yelled at her when he was at the house. He said, can't just come to my room, Mom, when he had just gotten out of prison. So I don't think she did anything on purpose to, uh, to disrespect me a couple weeks ago. But I put her in her place and I said, I need three days notice if you're going to come into my room for construction purposes so I can hide my intellectual properties. It's nothing personal. That it is what it is. Then she said, well, what are your intellectual properties via text message? I said, because of all the people that have hacked into my technologies, I do not put any specifics in the messages. I don't know who they are, how they hack in, but they do, and they've been doing it for three years. So I'd be happy to have a conversation with you either over the phone or in person. She chose to not communicate with me at all, which is her choice. So we've been peaceful, not talking to each other and just avoiding each other. So to receive her letter taped on my door that I have 60 days notice to move out, that is the Lord solving the problem for me. I was already planning to move out. And now I don't have to pay October's rent. It's the least she could do for breaking into my room and taking photos. So I'm not going to bother her. Please don't bother her either if you're listening to this and you look out for me. Please don't because her son is in the outlaws and that will not be good if you harm her. Because I've already told her, I said, reach out to your son and tell his buddies that war is coming. You need to guard and protect your family. The mark of the beast is already in active duty officers. I told her that. That's it. That's all I told her. And I said, the internet's going down in November. That's it. That's all I know. I said, I'm planning to move out November. Then she wanted to know, is November 1st or November 30th? I said, I don't know. I'll let you know when it gets closer. So she's very concerned, and her son just came this morning. I seen him come in, so he probably advised her, hey, don't mess with her. Mom, you can't just break into your tenant's rooms. If she's asked you to not come in, and give her three days, then you give her three days. If she's told you that they've killed three people already, then you need to listen to her. She's trying to protect you. I know that that's what her son said, because he met me once, and I offered to do a song with him and to give him 100% ownership. I'm a good person. I've chosen to be loving and kind. And I've been royally disrespected from every single person that I've had to live with in the last three years, including my husband, but he didn't know. He was based on the information that was provided to him. The CCP of China, they are evil, manipulative, and conniving. They cause division in all relationships because they want to take over America. It's a communist country. These smart devices are no good. They forced us all to get smart devices. Then they've stolen from the poor. And they're getting away with it because they own these rich, evil people that sacrifice children, they own all the smart devices. They own the technologies. And they cover their trail. But my husband has friends everywhere. You don't know who his associations are. And he and his buddies have been tracing all the illegal activities. So I can't wait to go to court demonstrating that I protect children. I can't wait to be reunited to my husband. It's going to be a big television show and movie 
and probably TV series and probably cartoons and everything. If it's related to my life story, my husband's life story, hero, patriotic story, 100% of the royalties for life will go to the Hope Foundation for all the security teams that protect America. That is my contribution. That is my intention. We will have the best of the best actors and actresses playing me and playing my husband. And uh, we'll make sure that we have good business advisors. Um, President Trump, I would like for his advice and his wife and all of her royal connections. This will be a story that is told all over the earth. All of the pain of the last three years, all of the misery of my 37 years of life will be worth it. I don't desire anybody else to go through the pains that I've gone through. And that is what true believers in Jesus Christ, true children of God, do in how we behave and how we think. We desire to spread love around the world. We desire to not hurt other people when we're hurting. We make good decisions in difficult circumstances. We are salt and light. We are cities set on a hill. And I can't wait to continue growing into this minister that the Holy Spirit called me into in 2020. I can't wait to be able to have all the PhDs in that meeting, honorary PhDs, 13, I believe the Holy Spirit said I will have. And I can't wait for all of my therapies that are our therapies, because many people stepped up to do it with me to help make it a collective community effort for us to get white paper research, for it to be placed into textbooks. The Holy Spirit already told me I'm going to have my own textbook of all my therapies in my lifetime that will be sold to all universities and translated into multiple languages. It will be a cyclical, ongoing, profitable, residual product and services around the world it is limit it's limitless it truly is when you acknowledge the lord above all lords and you keep him first place in your life he will continue to bless you and prosper you when you choose love it is the most powerful force in the world be a loyal wife if you are a wife if you are aspiring to be a wife choose to be loyal no matter what it's been really difficult not being able to communicate with my husband at all. It was extremely difficult first being separated from him because I know how fierce he is in his associations and I was being bullied from all of them because they believed in the lies. They all believed that I had betrayed my husband. That's what the CCP did. And they tested me and they watched me and they monitored me they wanted to make sure I didn't say anything about him or the organization. I didn't make any mistakes. I'm a loyal wife, and they knew it. That's why they continued looking out for me. It's been really difficult. It's been beyond painful. But that's a part of love. That's a part of the love of the Father is long-suffering.
I saw a post on, I think it was on Twitter. Well, it's called X now. I don't know what you call it. X? I guess you call it X. From a gal that uh, I follow. Um, I think she's based out of Florida, Marjorie. She posted some data that there was a fourth January 6th person that was falsely arrested that committed suicide. He was 19 years old. Then he was arrested for breaking into the White House after President Biden was falsely elected into presidency because the CCP hacked in to all the electoral machines and President Trump's team has access to all the data because they have money and paid for satellite interceptions to be able to monitor everything and they're waiting for the perfect time to release it. But in the middle of waiting, this person, this 19-year-old, killed himself at 22, I think, years old because he didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. My heart breaks for his family because it's real lives that are being impacted in America because of the division from the two presidents. So when we meet, we're going to discuss all, all of these Republicans that have been falsely arrested for honoring honesty. Cheaters never prosper. Nobody in America right now respects you for trying to imprison President Trump. You are setting up our entire nation for a civil war, and then China will be laughing because they've been preparing for this. They've been planning this on purpose because a a nation divided is easily conquered. It's almost as if Biden wants us to be taken over from other nations. He probably has been gifted land from the Illuminati because he's one of them. The Holy Spirit already revealed to me that he is a pedophile. He does not deserve to be leading America anymore. And he can look me in the face in that private meeting October 17th and deny it. But the Holy Spirit will be present in that room. And no demonic forces will be allowed to speak. So when he opens his mouth to prepare to release a lie, he will be forced into silence. For the Holy Spirit is more powerful than all the evil forces in the world. That meeting will take place. No one moving forward will be disrespecting Aaron Nicole. Everyone will know the truth. Everyone in that room will be able to see my mother, see what a wonderful woman sacrificed her entire music career to focus on her family and take spiritual classes through the church, be a worship team leader, and choose to live a meek life. For Jesus Christ said that the meek 
shall inherit the earth. And it will be done. Don't be late, President Biden. And your wife. You will apologize to your wife in front of me. That you will be allowed to speak out loud. And if you do not sincerely mean it, that will also be evident to all of us in the room for your choice in sexualizing. The Holy Spirit said, little girls, that seems to be your preference. What's that, Father? Flavor of the week, our girls. That meeting will take place. And if you continue to use and abuse your powers of the sheriffs in Clarksville, Tennessee, to harass me, every single one of those sheriffs will be killed from the Blackwater group. I don't desire for any first responders to die. But my husband is very jealous and very protective of his wife. And he knows I was falsely arrested, and he knows... Sergeant Robert Fortner's name. Do not disrespect me any further. Do not test me. I am more valuable than you because you have chosen evil in your position of power and I have chosen love. And love is the most powerful force in the world. What's that, Father? Something about pastors Victoria and Joel Osteen. What about them? They signed a pact with the Illuminati to funnel money through their church. Mm. So his wife was in the know. I thought she wasn't. This is a recent thing. All right. So there you have it. Were they threatened? Yes. They were threatened. What did they threaten them with? Their children would be killed. Wow. Evil. Evil is running America right now. So they should be forgiven for signing that because they were they had no better option to protect their children. Isn't that right, Father? He says, yes, that's right. So we can break that contract in this meeting. No more abducting children. No more money funneling for this dark business. We are draining the swamp. Or anything else, Father, about being a loyal wife? Okay, he says, give him the call to action. All right. So if you desire to have a personal relationship with the Father and be able to connect directly with the Source anytime, day or night, in any and all situations, you can do that. Repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. I can't earn it or buy it. You give it freely 
to those who believe in you and your son, Jesus Christ. Father, I ask you to come into my heart. Convict me. <clears throat> Convict me when I make mistakes. Show me. Show me how to make better decisions if I'm not choosing love, Father. Thank you. I praise you in your heavenly name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to welcome you to the family. Your next steps are to get plugged into a Bible-based church. You want to keep God first place. Anything else, Father? Okay, he says, yes, I want you to ask them to come to court and have a seat. He says, bring a sign that says, free Aaron Nicole. If you can make a sign, I would love it. I would appreciate it if you would show up for me. I've shown up for so many people for free in the last, since 2018 when he called me into this ministry of connected people. I've done so much free service for people that have a lot of money. And I've asked people for help and I haven't received any help except for from my mom. I need your emergency help. I need you to just show up for me in court. I don't desire to go to jail, but the Holy Spirit is preparing me for it. I think worst case scenario. And he does give me the gift of prophecy, so I don't desire to go to jail, but I'm prepared for it. And uh, that'll make it even more difficult for me to apply and start making money to move out of this house that I've been given 60 days notice for. So... Thank you for your help and assistance. Thank you for showing up for me and my family. Thank you for praying for peace in America. Anything else, Father? He says, sing the jingle with emphasis. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And we'll see you next time.